Baltimore. I live up in North Baltimore. So. And you are hanging out with your your nephew? Uh, godson, uh, my best godson. friend. Oh, son. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my housemate. So my housemate is a good friend from college. One of my best friends. And so mm-hmm. she had a baby in November. So and All literally right. got off her maternity leave four days before everything shut down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's good in a way. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I didn't you get to it, take full advantage of the maternity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then yeah. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it actually, you know, timing wise, she started back to work and can work from home. And oh, good. I okay. Lost three shows. So I, I get to nanny the baby during sure. the day, which is actually gives my day purpose and structure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of structure, I'm sure. Yes. Actually, my days are much more structured than they ever are in my regular. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, what? five month old is a <laughs> mm-hmm. is a thing. Very hands on. Is a yeah, no, an active little something. Um, yes. He's and, he's lovely and I adore him, but it definitely keeps my days busy and focused. Yeah. Oh sure. With feedings <laughs> and all the other wonderful things that you yeah. do. Uh well good. Well that seems I mean it ain't great, but it seems like it's worked out. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a great positive side to this, which is good. Yes. I feel very lucky, actually, that our, our days are very positive. You know, that, that's, that interaction can't not be joyful most of the time. So, sure. you know, it keeps spirits up, and I, I feel useful. Uh, and I have other activities in the downtimes and at night mm-hmm. that, you know, keep me, you know, sane and a little bit employed. <laughs> okay. So yeah. what are you, so, I mean, obviously you've, as a costume designer, yeah, and I'm not doing you've, that. you've lost gigs, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. which is, which ain't great, but so yeah, how have you been working in the meantime? Uh, so I do get something for nannying him. Like, I'm not just like taking oh, care of him, well, that's although nice. I would like the first week. I was, like, right. Care of him that's very just, nice like, of you. Know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing this all day, every day. So, sure. um, uh, yeah. but I also, I had for about a year and a half now, I've had some writing gigs with a, a TV a streaming service related blog that talks about like how to cut the cord and how to watch shows oh, wow. on streaming services. And now they've branched out to reviewing shows on streaming services. And so since my background was kind of in um, writing and kind of marketing PR and mm-hmm. things like that, and I am a self-professed television junkie, sure. um, it was a great gig. So I've been doing that for about a year and a half or so. And so that has continued, like he's continuing giving me article assignments. So I write a few articles a week. Um, and then I'm partially employed with the University of Maryland, and they've been pretty good about, even though I don't teach directly, I mentor mm-hmm. graduate students. Most of my work is involved with their fittings and their productions, which, again, right. not on. happening. Yeah. I was a little worried about hours, but they've been pretty good about wanting like contingent employees to still finish out their contracts on your average number of hours, and my boss is oh, still okay. buying me a few things a week so I don't feel completely at a loss. And then they're doing an online portfolio review mid-May. So we're kind of gearing up for that and helping the students figure out what that looks like. Um, one of the final productions of the year is going to be in a kind of an adapted to an online presentation of She Kills Monsters oh, in May. Oh, okay. So, um, so I'm kind of keeping an eye on how the students are doing with that. So, you know, I'm, I'm staying loosely connected, even though I don't have as much. I'm not like going to College Park several days a week. And well, I'm not sure. like, they are not like doing as much. I'm still kind of partially 
included and partially employed. Well, that's good. I yeah. mean, again, like this is all, these are all good things in, in, yeah, a, no, in a terrible am, situation. It's yeah. I feel like we're incredibly lucky where we are. Um, yeah. What's going on um, where you have a, a quiet neighborhood in the, it's in the city, but it's in the North end and it's kind of tiny residential, lots of gardens. So it's just walk. Oh, nice. Uh, so as long as the weather's nice, we can walk two or three times a day. That helps. That does help. Oh, yes. That um, helps a ton. (laughs) He speaks from experience. (laughs) Just to go outside with a a newborn is the best. (laughs) The best. Absolutely the best. But where can people read your articles and stuff? What's the site? Uh, So the site's called Grounded Reason. Um, And I think when he initially launched it, it was very tech-oriented, kind of just the technology of how to cut the cable cord and how to watch Mm -hmm. things without it. Now that there's all these, like, over-the-top streaming services, there's a lot of reviews people take two different like here are two new services like youtube live and hulu live and do a, a pro con mm. comparison so they did a lot of those last summer um and all the little niche ones that are popping up kind of reviewing them like you know certain services that are all focused on one genre uh, and how do they work how much do they cost to subscribe how to use them through your roku and your apple tv and your various technology and and then just reviewing new shows that are being produced by the streaming services or that are popular but if you don't have cable, how would you watch them? Kind of a, here's a review of the show. What makes it interesting? Here's how you watch it without cable kind oh, of good. thing. It's the, the really approach. Good. So it's, it's a lot of fun because I get to screen a lot of new shows and do what I do anyway, which is watch TV. Right. But for money. For money. Which is, mm-hmm. which is good. That's really yeah. good. It seems like the top article here on your page is about the great courses, which is another industry I'm highly worried about. But I was before the industry. The, the yes. The whole thing started. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, he just had a, I the whole series of those kind of like, not television entertainment streaming, but streaming related service things mm-hmm. that we're kind of working through and reviewing like the niche programming, like educational and stuff like that, that we're starting to add in uh, this month. So I love the great courses so much. I have no time to consume their product. I I, I have been listening to them since high school. I have tapes. Wow. I still have tapes t- like somewhere of like of of a couple of like great course like great courses. He said, um, but and they're great lectures and they're amazing. But like, I have no time to consume them. It's a really terrible like. You know, if it was a podcast, I'd listen to it. But it's too high. <laughs> it's too high end. For, it's too high quality for that. Exactly. You can't, like. They used to have a podcast actually at one point, which was like lecture samples, which was neat. But it's, it, it's you know, yeah. like I'd listen to them if I could listen to, but I, like I can't for I can't afford it for the fact that I'm just not gonna do it. But I wish somebody would. I keep getting their catalog, which is like eighty percent off. I'm like, yeah, man. I wish <laughs> well, I this, could help yeah, this new uh, site, the the Great Courses Plus, is specifically just for streaming, and right. it's great. And when I, you know, did the, the the free trial to test it out and explore it and see what it was all about to write about it. I bookmarked like 10 courses that I would do, like different art, you know, I wanted to, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not designing anything, so I want to like draw and render. I also like, there was a huge discount on another academic site for painting classes. And I was like, oh, I'll register for one of those. I could take it any time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you'd think that there's no time. There's no time. There's no time. <laughs> because it I, does require, the downside is it does require, or at least I want to give it a certain amount of attention. Yes. It's not just yeah. sort of, it's, it's not all the audio that I consume, most of which is background noise. It'd be, it'd be like listening to show cast albums for the podcast, which mm-hmm. I do try to dedicate, like, we're going to talk about this. So I sit down and I listen to it. I don't have anything else going on. And that's just something that it, that's at a premium right now. And it's because it's really like half an hour of my day yeah. <laughs> like, tops. And I, cause I try to unplug since I'm staring at a screen now more than I ever have been before. Mm-hmm. 
I try to unplug for a good portion of the day, especially at the end of the day. And so I'm not going to like, that's, I'm not going to consume the lectures at that point. I'm trying to read like actual read a book and yeah, all these things are working against this like super niche thing that I think is awesome and should exist. And I wish I could support it. I know. That's the way I even feel about a lot of like the really like, I, uh, not high, high ends up the word prestige television like there's a sure. lot of this great shows that I want oh, to watch God, I'm a multitasker like when I watch TV I'm doing it usually if I'm designing a show I'm doing it while I'm painting or researching when I used to do more shows that was more hands on I would do it while I'm sewing and that's what I'm doing now like my last couple of hours in the evening I'm making masks for various donation centers mm-hmm. friends and family you got a sewing machine that's what you're doing these that's days. what you're doing absolutely um, and so I turn on and stream stuff but I always find that I the shows I want to give 100% to I never get watched because I almost never just sit and watch maybe one episode a night of something that my housemate and I both want to watch. Uh, we'll sit and watch it. And even then I might be working on a jigsaw puzzle. Right. <laughs> so like there's huge shows that are like 10 years old, that everyone has seen. And I'm like, I watched the first two episodes, but I didn't have enough attention. Span. Yeah. I couldn't, I don't have enough bandwidth. It's just that like, I, there's only so much I can, mm-hmm. I have started watching movies that I've never seen that I have like tv shows i will watch them 25 minutes at a run like i'll just be like well that's enough because that's sort of where i'm at like that's kind of where my consumption level is at because i really want to watch these things i've developed a huge stockpile of of movies like digital things that i've gotten over the years and just not watch be like oh, i'll watch that in the future and now yeah. I'm like well it's the future i think i think it's the future this is, this is the future um, but we are kind of over, it's funny to think this as someone who works in the entertainment industry, that we are over-entertained <laughs> in, in a serious way. But it is going to like, it's going to stop. We're going to run out they're not making here because they're, they're not making it. enough to replace it. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, yeah it's not going to completely run out. But I did hear an interesting interview the other day with um, uh, a guy who's a, a TV actor, experienced TV actor, who said... Um, he thinks that episodic television is actually the last thing that's going to come back from this because you can do um, – he sort of went through the production logistics of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And he's like the one that requires the most number of people in close proximity working long hours together is hour-long television, episodic TV. It's just yeah. like it's produced in a short period of time, so it has a lot of people and they're moving quickly, working tightly with each wow. other. For extended periods of time he's like independent movies will come back first because they're small like anything that and he's like the bigger it gets the you know like the action marvel type movies will be the last thing they come back totally because there's so many people involved in that um but it was i never heard anyone kind of break it down like that before and i was like you're right sense. like there's going to be like tons and tons of lower rent new entertainment yeah before there's like which is always what people talk about like sports coming back i'm always like they're like oh they'll just play to no fans i'm like do you know how many people have to work in a stadium for a football game just to occur forget the fact that football is essentially 22 men hugging each other for 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 several hours in a row (laughs) it's just not a sport you could do distance wise there are guys lined up in front of each other whose whole job is to run at each other and hug that's their whole job (laughs) It's active hugging, um, you know, but it's still, it's hugging. It's and, still up close and personal. Right. And we're not even supposed to shake hands anymore. So like, gang. Oh, I know. I spent a lot of time talking to neighbors at a distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we do that. I know. Stand so on the lawn. Neighbors now. You are like the ninth person to say that to me. That's so great. Well, that's great. <laughs> that's all we have that's to say. So fun. To right. That's people. really all the people we have. Yeah. I don't talk to you. What's your whole deal? <laughs> Oh, yeah. We've been wildly speculating from inside our house about your deal. What's what's your thing? Well, my, my friend has owned this house for 
Oh, 11, 12 years. Um, and so, but we have cats and I go, I'm away, all, like, you know, mm-hmm. commuting to DC or out of town and, and we don't have dogs and we don't, and until now there were no kids. So like occasionally we would take walks in the neighborhood, you know, sure. if it was a nice day and we're both home, but you know, we also like are very busy and go to the gym. And now other than gardening, yeah. you know, we're out so much more than we were. And it it is what like, it is. Now yeah. there's a child and there's walking and we're meeting people with their dogs and the other kids. And <laughs> yeah, life is hyper-local. Always, very. <laughs> Although today was nice. I have a very good friend from one of my old jobs who lives um, further away, but her dad lives in this neighborhood. So she apparently comes over once a week and they do a, like a distant walk around the neighborhood together. Mm-hmm. And um, we happen to pass them on our walk and she's like, Someone I I've texted some to like to see how she's doing, but we haven't seen each other in more than six weeks. Like we get together every couple months for happy hour, and it was just like someone I know really well outside of my house in person, not through a screen. Even though it's like a three minute conversation on the sidewalk, it was just so nice to see a friendly face in person that is not one I've seen every day, or not someone I just met in the neighborhood. Let's try to dance.